When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates. Alberta Injury Lawyers. The heavy hitters of injury law. Anything happened today that we should discuss on a sports program for the next two hours? It did. Good. And I suppose you found the right spot on your dial. It is inside sports, but it is not Reed Wilkins. It is not Dave Campbell. No, no. You're stuck with Brendan Escott tonight, folks. Buckle up, because we've got an interesting one on deck. Holy smokes. Victor Kui is no longer the president and CEO of the Edmonton Elks. Victor Kui, after 19 months on the job, is no longer the president and CEO of the Edmonton Elks. We're going to hear all about why coming up very shortly here. Part of the man that helped front that decision here in week 11 of the CFL football season is the chairman of the E Board of Directors. His name is Tom Richards. He was appointed to that position earlier on this year and obviously now has a pretty big task in front of him along with the rest of the Elks board. Essentially, they're going to uh, head up a search, an interim replacement that'll take over for the rest of the season. At that point, then they're going to look at something more permanent. It will be an external candidate, that much we learned today. And it was worded as though this was a mutual parting of ways. Gui uh, saying that he's made the difficult decision to step back from the club and focus on family. Uh, despite the team's current record, Gui says he has full confidence that the positives we're starting to see on the field will lead to success moving forward. Obviously, uh, a difficult decision, you know, these kinds of things aren't made lightly at any point of the year, particularly particularly in the middle of the uh, sporting season. So as he did uh, earlier today, loaning the media some more of his time, we are pleased to welcome tonight to Inside Sports, the chairman of the E Board of Directors, that is Tom Richards. Tom, you're on the air with Brendan Escott. How's it going tonight? Well, Brendan, it's been uh, it's been a long day to be honest. Yeah, I can uh, I can well imagine. So uh, let's just let's start off by uh, you know asking you, I guess, what ultimately sparked the conversation that led to today's decision to part ways with uh, Victor Kui as the president and CEO of the organization. What can you tell me about how this sort of generated? Well, it wasn't any one thing. There were there were really a number of different things that were just brought to the attention of the board concerning. We had a great chat with Victor 
he was very open and we chatted about things and we ultimately went kind of back and forth board discussing it some more than another discussion with Victor and we we kind of just came to the conclusion that that yeah it's it's time that we be that both of us move on so we certainly can't and won't get into specifics or anything like that but it it was a you know difficult decision i think for for both victor and uh, and the board but we knew uh, we knew what was right for the long term good of the club uh yeah the timing tom is certainly what strikes me here the middle of the season which obviously is uh, you know a season in which we've seen some change leading into this but uh, it, it, for a ceo or president to be um outgoing from a franchise i would think traditionally that's more of an off-season move and and here we are again in the middle of the of the year uh, you know the the urgency obviously was felt on some level by the board to make the decision now rather than waiting a few months yeah, so don't don't um, you know the, what's going on? Business operations, of course, are different than football operations, and business operations were constantly, excuse me, constantly focused on the long term, and that's what we have to be as a board. That is our role. That is our our quote job as volunteers is to is to try to steward the club for long term success. So it wasn't. Uh, it really didn't have anything to do with what was going on on the field um you know it certainly our, our on-field record certainly makes it more difficult for us to sell tickets and, and sponsorships and to get people to come for sure we understand that but but this was a, a decision for the long-term um, betterment of the club Chatting with uh, Tom Richards right now, he is the chairman of the E Board of Directors on a day where the uh, team and Victor Quay mutually agree to part ways. Tom, you were on the, the committee that ultimately hired Victor back in, in January of 2022. Um, take me back to that process. What drew you to Victor in the first place and, and where did he fall short in the opinion, I guess, of the board? Well, it was Victor was a very very different candidate. Um, we thought, you know, he he came to the table with a different way of of looking at things. Um, a lot of new initiatives that uh, that he was able to get started here in town. Some of them are great. Some, you know, not not so great. But that's pretty pretty understandable when you're trying to do things differently. And he did a commendable job of of doing things differently. At the end of the day. Um, we just, as a board, again, we had to make a decision on what is best for the long-term future of the club, and, and had the discussion with Victor, and we had uh, we both kind of both sides got got together and realized it's all right, it's time. Uh, Tom, how can you, as the board, and I know this was sort of addressed at the uh, at the media availability earlier, but um, I wouldn't say culpability is the right word, but, uh, you know, it, it's been four presidents in four years, a few head coaches here. I mean, what values are you going to prioritize this time around to make sure that the next president offers more stability? You know, obviously you're not ever entering that hiring process, um, neglecting that kind of thing. But but I wonder, having learned a couple lessons here, I would imagine over the last several years now, what uh, you would prioritize in the next candidate for president and CEO. Yeah, so so you know, I if if you're if you're looking to to lay blame, I, I guess I'm one of the one of the directors that has been involved with some of the decisions in the past. We are a volunteer organization that we do have turnover. You know, we have two two members, 
two new members get get reelected, kind of or elected rather every year to the board. So we are, you know, gaining different perspectives all the time, and it, and it's not just one group that's been there and, and stuck in a wrong mindset for a long time. Uh, I I do believe in in our current structure where we do have a board, diverse views, diverse backgrounds, a uh, wide range of, of success in different kinds of businesses, and we sit down and we try to figure out what the, the club needs currently, and maybe they're going to be a little bit different than they were a couple of years ago. Maybe they're going to be very similar with just a couple of slight things different. We're in, in the process now where we hope to name an interim president CEO in two to three weeks. And then we also uh, concurrently, we've got um, a search committee for a permanent president and CEO. And that, that I don't expect to be filled until uh, till the end of the year. Chatting with Tom Richards tonight to lead off Inside Sports. It's Brendan Escott in the host chair. Uh, I, I wonder whether the the candidate needs to have um, maybe a truer, more traditional understanding of the Canadian Football League. The way that we've seen, um, you know, Chris Presson come up from the American circuit and Victor Kui come in from combat sports, essentially. Uh, what uh, What is your level of value placed on sort of that relationship that a candidate would have to have with the CFL? Well, I, I'm, obviously, if we can find a candidate that's got the experience in, in the CFL and is leave, leaving uh, on good terms from, from their position, I'm not suggesting we're going to go out and start poaching good candidates. But, yeah, there has to be a, you know, an understanding, certainly, of the CFL game. But I think there needs to be an understanding that... Edmonton's a very proud city. We're very proud to have a community-owned team and needs to be connected with the community. Understanding that, of that relationship between the, the club and the community and how we've done such a great job as a city in supporting our team. And we definitely need to have somebody that appreciates that and, and can garner further community support. Tom, can you speak to the challenges in a situation like this thrown up by the football operations cap, which obviously there's a spirit to this rule that, you know, is in place to protect teams in the CFL. But in a sense uh, where you're in a position like this, you know, you look at it and I can't help but uh, think this is is hurting uh, the team right now and its ability to either expand its search or that sort of thing. Yeah, you know, it's it's it goes right along with the player cap, um, where you, some teams are getting a little bit crazy with the amount of money that they were spending, and the idea was to keep everybody kind of in control and and ultimately competitive. And then there was no cap on the non-player side, so the league introduced you know restrictions on that side, and again trying to make sure that everyone is competitive and that nobody can just simply go and outspend somebody else. When we have nine competitive teams, I think we're a lot better league. And at times there are going to be some teams that aren't as much in favor of, of the rule uh, as other teams at certain times. And uh, we're, we're certainly finding ourselves with a, bit of, with a bit of a challenge now, but that's the reality. And we're going to figure out a way of, of getting it done and, and uh, you know, put a great team on the field and and sell a bunch of tickets. So the uh, the the 
feedback I guess we we've received a lot throughout the course of the season certainly and then even a little bit over the afternoon as well is uh, what, what does this leave Chris Jones in the future of the, of the program here what keeps your confidence level so high in Chris Jones uh, Tom when we talk about a coach who you know has certainly a track record in the league but also has only produced a 4-23 and record going back to last year there was some I guess you know consternation that uh, that was the move that could have been made or should have been made. How do you uh, address Chris Chris Jones's standing in the franchise right now? Yeah, certainly Chris is 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 up against it. Anytime you're, you know, this is professional sports. You know, he he'll, he'll tell you the same. This is professional sports. It's not for funsies, right? So he he knows he's up against it. He's probably the most frustrated of anyone in in how the team is doing on the field. He's got a young team. He came in, he tried to get all his pieces on the board last year, and it's proving to be a little bit longer to get it done and to have those guys come together. So it's it's a difficult challenge, and it's it's not easy to make moves in the middle of the season because the new person then comes in and, and they want their pieces on the board, and then you're in a rebuilding mode again. Chris has got a very young team. I think they've shown some very positive things recently. Um I'm certainly hoping that we can get a few wins under our belt right away and get some confidence uh, get some confidence on the team and for our fans to come out again and, and support us. Well, certainly. And, and Tom Richards, uh, now the chairman of the Double E Board of Directors, previously a player for the Double E. When you when you look at what you've seen in terms of uh, you know the teams, it's tough to say growth with a no one nine record, but they're certainly a lot better off in week eleven than they were in week one. What signs of the on field product, Tom, are you seeing that are encouraging to you? Well, you know, we're if you look statistically, I. We're not, we're not we're not knocking it out of the park on anything. I, I, I like the opportunities that that Ford is bringing to the table on offense now. He's brings some some bit of dynamic that that I think is exciting for the fans to watch. Uh, you know we we need to get better at taking fewer penalties. We made some strides last game. We took two in the first half, and and then unfortunately the second half, which has been a bit of a Achilles heel to say the least, but um, there are just signs individually that the guys are starting to pick up some stuff. Um, I, I've been watching practice uh, throughout the week, and there's a lot of energy. I, but great to see them not with their heads down and and giving up. I'm not. I've not seen any of that at all. And you know, for young guys that have perhaps never been in a situation where they're and an O and nine season, these guys have got their head up. They've got some pride, and they want to. They want to go out and they want to win. Well, another opportunity coming up on Thursday, five thirty kickoff here on six thirty. Chad, last question here for you as we wrap up with uh, Tom Richards from the E Board of Directors. It's an opportunity for you now with with a captive audience really across northern Alberta. Tom, I just I wonder what the message is for the fan base uh, moving forward here, at least the rest of the season, as we uh, try and and uh, you know watch a new chapter, I suppose, uh, of this Elks football. Yeah, we, you know, I want to remind everybody that we're a community-owned team and we are doing our best, but we need community support. And the best way you can support us is to buy a ticket, come to a game, bring your neighbor, bring your family, um, 
come on down and have a have a great game day experience. I certainly hope we can end it with a big smile and a win on the field, but you know we can't we can't always promise that. And I think just coming to a game, I've I've been coming for well since I was a player, so that's a really long time ago. <laughs> but I continue to come and and see my my buddies in the seats, and uh, it's a great game day experience. It has been for a long time, and. And we're we're doing our best to have it a good game day experience and and to put a good team on the field so that everybody leaves with a smile. Tom, really appreciate you taking some time out of a very busy day, and I wish you all the best luck in the search for the replacement. Okay. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Good Chairman work. of the Double E Board of Directors, that's Tom Richards, loaning us some time here on Inside Sports tonight. Joining us on the hotline, brought to you by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed, pro all the way. So there's uh, there's the meat and potatoes. What do you think about that? 780-496-0063. Anything sort of catch your ears? Of Anything that you heard? Let me know. We're going to have plenty of time for you a little later on in the show for calls and that sort of thing but give me a text right now 780-496-0063 Victor Kui is out as president and CEO of the Edmonton Elks a search for an interim has already begun we're going to get Blake Dermott's thoughts coming up after the 630 news Morley Scott going to check in from Hamilton at 7 o'clock as well and then we'll turn it over to you at 735 it is Brendan Escott hanging out with you tonight. Hope that's okay on Inside Sports. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. You got Brendan Escott with you tonight talking about Victor Quee out the door. No longer the president, CEO of the Edmonton Elks. 19 months on the job for the Edmonton product. Uh, lots of promise when he was first brought on board, but lofty ambitions and, and some, you know, some things that just didn't necessarily connect. And, and we're starting to hear the scuttlebutt of the kind of work environment that may have been, uh, you know, under Quee. So that's the kind of thing that'll come out in the wash. In, in the not so distant future for now for now let's hear a quick clip this is Chris Jones on Quee leaving the Elks got a football game this week and that's what we're concentrating on that's what I told the team to do and that's what what I'm going to do Victor's a really good friend of mine he's a good guy and uh, he had some really you know really good ideas and of course he knows I wish him nothing but the best they brought me here to do one thing that's to coach football and you know we uh, we're not sitting in a, a very good situation I've, I've not upheld my end of the bargain of things right now and I need to fix what's going on and you know we played some good football sporadically but we've got to learn to play four quarters of disciplined hard-nosed football yeah, and that's been the bugaboo, hasn't it? We'll talk to Blake Dermott when we come back after the news.